0: It's the proudest day, and the proudest time, and the, the seat of a rally here because that day and that hour and those minutes. I got the bit between my teeth. You know, I really stood up and was counted and said, this is not getting away. I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me, what are we doing? I said, we're going for Gold bar." That's all I was said. I can still picture that run. That was just the best, best run ever.
1: crunching gears. Let's talk rallying. Episode 15, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I always say we have a jam-packed episode but I think we've, we want overboard this time, you know. Uh, Joe Sharp once again kindly caught up with the top three overall from Carlo yesterday. That's Josh Moffat, Darren Gass and Declan Boyle. He also caught up with the top three Mark II challenge. That's Ed Callahan, Frank Shelley, Ryan Loughran. Uh, then we also caught up with uh, Kevin Eaves. then we, uh, we'll do a Portugal preview later in the show as well where we have up with James, uh, Josh McElane and James Fulton and then to finish off the show uh, we have Desi Henry so <laughs> Connor I should say Connor Edwards has joined us here as well too Connor we have a jam-packed show tonight
2: absolutely Kevin Like it, it, it's just getting ridiculous at this stage
1: <laughs> I don't think we have to look, you know, match the number of guests to the number of the episodes I don't know what we're playing out here you know <laughs>
2: but listen it's a great great problem to have um you know at the end of the day it's fantastic that, that the guys are joining us and and you know want want to contribute and mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic to hear their stories
1: yeah absolutely and you know it's great that we have so much to celebrate you know that rallying at the moment is just you know in this island and beyond you know it's going from strength to strength and it's great to have a platform that we're able to sing its praises i suppose you know so it is no and
2: and again you know to get to, to to hear it directly from the horses' mouth, you know, to to you know our co-drivers and our drivers that are competing out there, it's lovely to to hear what they have to say, and and you know, delightful that they, they want to come and tell us.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, without much further ado, like you know, we will have to discuss Carlo at the weekend. This the Express train, let's it, keep rattling on.
2: <laughs> oh, listen, it's it's a, it, like seriously, Josh is talk about being in the zone.
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely in the zone at the moment, and he, you know doesn't seem to matter what event he's on he's comfortable he's content he's happy he doesn't seem to be on the door handles you know everything seems to be very well controlled the Hyundai is just you know couldn't be running better and like what a full minute and 10 seconds ahead of Darren gas at the you know like and you know it was a compact you know it was the two stages run three times nice compact route but you know he really did Put the hammer down at the start on you know the opening loop. Yeah,
1: I think that's where the damage was done, wasn't it? You know, and like everybody else was having spins and you know uh, whatever you know trying to keep up with him, but he just seemed to be able to you know, as you say, set that pace in that first loop, control it then, and uh, just you know, look more. You know, he was he was cutting, pulling back his pace to you know rather than having to go flat out. It's just it's phenomenal Good to kind pretty watch.
2: Yeah, I know it is. It's it is. It's, it's fabulous to watch it, and you know he's done that pretty much on on every rally he's competing on this year. Mm-hmm. It's controlled the pace. He's gone as hard as he's needed to go, without you know putting it you know beyond or really <laughs> been on the limit at any point.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But without any further ado, well, Joe Sharp was the man at the moment yesterday, and he caught up with Josh, uh, Darren Gass, and Declan Boyle at the finish. Line.
4: Congratulations,
2: Joyce, Another good result today. Yeah, no, we're happy, happy out there. I suppose we just got off to a good start this morning, and and, and we took it from there. And you know, had, I suppose after the first two stages, we had, we had a nice lead there. So, yeah, we just continued on and did our own thing there all day. And I suppose the boys were getting a bit quicker and closer to us. And uh, Darren had the quickest time there in the last stage, so he he got that extra point there, which was but uh, we still got the win, and I suppose that was the main thing for us. So.
4: Yeah, so in the middle we pointed out the national championships, that's four ones one of 4 so...
2: Yeah, no, the championship's definitely going good for us, and um, I suppose we're at that halfway mark, so, yeah, hopefully we can, we can keep it going now, and another two wins, and, and we should have the, the championship wrapped up with that, so... Um, yeah,
3: it's
5: been good. Yep, happy enough, second. Um, we made a bit of a ball in the first hand now in the second last stage with a big spin and we put up about 20 seconds. So, um, good run on the last stage and happy to be finished. Yeah, you're the fastest
4: stage time in the last stage, I think, isn't you? Ahead, yeah. There
5: yeah. Yeah. Uh, wasn't a big pile left in the knife, so happy
6: So, that's good
4: knife for the Championships. You're second overall in the Championship at the moment?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's where we're getting used to second now. Josh Head and shoulders above everybody else. So
7: we'll,
4: uh, keep So the next round now you'll be working sort of the Munster, is that the plan?
7: That's it, I said I'm going to be doing the wee rally in Cookstown Saturday before Munster, I think.
5: Um, so that'll be two rallies in two days.
4: It'll be a busy weekend for you.
5: be really busy oh, night, will see, how will try it, we
4: Declan Boyle, we're here now at the end of the Carroll Stages Rally. Another great day for you yes a good day joe um uh, this is our first day out in the, in, in the polo but I, we've done a few stages in uh, the Circuit of ireland but uh good good a good run today in it and uh, good car Suspension's is great and um looking forward to getting out to, in it again so the next day now will be the Circuit of monster probably or yes Monster of Manchester, the next one out and uh, the big one then doing all after that good on you so championship now so you have your getting better points in the championship, championship a few points uh, on the board there today but um I don't know. Uh, Josh is hard to beat there and uh there's not hope we're gonna beat him. Uh, we're too late starting anyway. Um, but listen, we need plenty of C time after COVID, I think I'm seeing we need to build the speed. Good on you. thank you, Declan. Thank you.
2: Kevin, always great to hear, you know, Declan Boyle and you know he seems to be coming to terms with that polo now and curious Donegal's coming up. You know, is he gonna go WRC says is he gonna go polo? It'd be lovely to see him in the polo.
1: Absolutely. I think
2: you know, I think that polo has to be the way to go. Like to be honest, you know, the polo I would say is every bit as
1: fast as the WRC, you know. Um, like the corner speeds never else. Nice, you know. But, uh, either way, it's going to be fascinating. Um, the two-wheel drive battle then as well yesterday. Kevin Eve's class you know, I think he's over a minute ahead of the, the guys in the Mark IIs. Um, third overall after the second stage, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 unbelievable. You know, no Lees, R5 Rally Two cars uh, again a twin cam amongst <laughs> all. You know,
2: <laughs> absolutely. And and com- no disrespect to Kevin, I actually thought when I was looking at the times coming in, ah, there's a mistake there. You know, like <laughs> the twin cam sitting third overall. I don't think so. <laughs> Boy, was I, and, and I was pleasantly surprised and. You know what do you call it? It was just incredible. Like he really was pushing that car. Hmm. Yeah.
1: And like you know, and still seems to have a wee bit of reserve as needed. You know, but yeah. I caught up with Kevin there, um, and let, you know we'll get his thoughts. And also, <laughs> once again, we we'll have to say to Joe Sharp. You know, he caught up with Eddie Callahan, Frank Kelly, and Ryan And So we'll we'll let, we'll go to Kevin and we'll roll into them three from there. So I suppose we need to start off. You know, Killarney, Um you're keeping that Rob Duggan man very honest for the all day Saturday, but you know we, we all know Rob is the secret of the gap. <laughs> that must give you great confidence. You know how well you want on the Saturday, don't you? I know. Hey, hey, it's definitely good. Hey, the reality is Rob even
6: coming out of West Cork on that uh, he's the guy setting the pace at the minute. Uh, I suppose in our case, I suppose James now James won in West Cork on that, but I suppose we were to Rob. Um, so, you know, it was very good, hey, to put 50-odd minutes of racing in on Saturday and come out of it 10 behind Rob. Um, it was, I hey, know, we we're, were definitely very happy now mm-hmm. the Sunday turned into a different story, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> we knew that was coming. Yeah, I think whatever it is about that man the gap, you know, if we could, if we could all get that secret. and <laughs> uh, you just... But it, I guess
6: you put his knowledge and then the talent that he has to, to basically climb up there. Hey, like it's, mm-hmm. hey, it is mad. Like like he, he took more off me. He took fifty percent more off me on the first stage than he did the whole day Saturday. If you know what I mean, like it, mm-hmm. okay, maybe thirteen seconds of me on the first stage. Like, but he's just nah, it is, mm-hmm. hey, it's, it is a current cool stage. But okay, hey, it's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah, hey, it's good to chase.
1: So, it's giving you yeah. something to push towards too, isn't it? And then you know at the weekend, then get Carlo again, like another fantastic result. Third overall after two stages amongst all these R5, Rally 2, and even a world car three on there as well, you know. So I know I it was good. I think I
6: think the Carlo allowed there was a it it was it was good in the sense of I'd say the very first stage and even the very first stage very different. Now the first run through it, it was very, very gravelly, you know. And if you kinda I suppose with Gary and the list of boys that was all there. I suppose we knew we knew we had to kind of get hot out of the blocks. So I suppose we pushed on through the gravelly bits and took our chances. And even even Gary was only a, a second behind us after the first stage. And I'd say that's where we done a lot of the harm. The second stage was a bit more fast and flowing. You know, you, there wasn't really a pile of ground to be made. So, but hey, it was. I was shocked myself when I got to the end when when uh, Patrick
1: says we were we were third or something. I was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> I, I loved Andy's quote at the end of the, I think it was the end of the the fourth stage. What happened to you in that? Look, you dropped back two places. You know, I, oh, I was laughing at him. I thought something was wrong. Then I was
6: laughing. I kind of took me a second to understand what he meant, and I was like, yeah. we we're chatting with Rob Barable and Gas or somebody. I was like, Come on, give, me, give me
5: some credit here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but you know, like you know, you had the the cream of modified guys there, like all bar two or three. So, like, that has to give you huge confidence doing so well down there. You know, you finished, uh, like, over a minute ahead of Ed O'Callaghan at the finish up.
6: Ah, yeah, it's good. Hey, no, I think I think some of them guys now, I suppose, like, even uh, even Ed and one and, uh, like, the, the guys that's all there, even, Will Locker and Baller on the first stage now, right enough. But, um, okay, I think, I, I, I think it is, I think the thing has driven on, you know, even, I suppose, me, I suppose probably me, Rob, and Gary, and then I suppose Daniel is doing the international stuff. I suppose we've kind of been battling now a couple of rallies, and that big pace has kind of been there. Where I'd say um, seat time's really paying dividend there, hey, and the pace is big. So, like, you know, the boys that we've done a couple of rallies like it, Hey, we were just in hot from the word go, sure. I think maybe on the first stage, the other boys got a scratch time on an edge time, but I think me and Gary, sure, we could have been 20 quicker or 23 quicker than the expires, you know, so I'd say the seat time really paying dividend, you know, and that pace being there and one,
1: we just have to go kind of thing, so. And then, no, you know, the, the development in, this year in the car too has been paying huge rewards for you, you know, you, you moved over to Ryan Loughran and working on the car for you, like, that seems to, you know, it's made the car a lot better, but seems to give you more confidence as well. Aye, hate nah, the car, like Ryan, Right, it was class,
6: even like there's times we're not even trying to do things to the car, and I'm just even blathering on. I was chatting about going on a harder spring, and I suppose he's the knowledge. He was sitting saying, Oh, I shouldn't need to go on a harder spring, and even silly things like he, he for, I was having a lot of brake fade for a long time there, but it was my own fault. I would probably left I left a brake and I'd ride the brake a wee bit. And I was kinda of always blaming myself, but then I thought there was a bit of weight transfer. He was always giving out to me that. I had my brakes too far to the front, but I always felt like if they went any further back, it was, I was trailing the back axle, you know? So I suppose even just chitter and the next thing he was in, and he changed the geometry of the tension struts or something to put a bit of, you know, I said it went over my head while he was at, tight. but I don't care, though, and I had a brake paddle the whole weekend, and the car seemed more stiff, and we weren't changing springs. So just how he's done that, Ty, since last year, how hey? like the, the back axle, the geometry, or the fore-link bars have all changed in it, and... He's just he's been in and out every different rally doing different bits here and there and just even get me more comfortable in the car the seat position so that I'm not to maybe work on the brakes and stuff I'm just act ah, how hey, you know I is is where now he's he's a driver behind it all, so he knows. You know, a, I is the
5: engineering out.
1: brain and he is the driver brain too both a lethal combination. <laughs> uh, yeah.
6: If you can if you can't explain what you mean, just him in the seat and right now he's got my seat that far back now I nearly need a booster seat made for him for he's a, he's a bit too short I think. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a difference in the height of the two. Uh, before it? <laughs> he could get he in could, he could manage it
1: before but <laughs> I don't know,
6: I'm too far back now.
1: <laughs> and you know we all know this is all gearing up towards June like, so confidence must be high going into Donegal. I, I know, no like, it's... It's
6: like anything, Dunyval. Dunyval, uh, I suppose. Dunyval, and and the two point five year. I've never, I've actually had a cruel enough time in Dunyval. I've always seemed to have wee bits of bother, and I went off and done bits and bobs. But I, I haven't been as confident in the car. Like I'm happy, the pace is there. I think you're going to have the likes of. Like I still feel like in my head, like Rob. I'd say Rob, the reality is, hey, everybody we've been this year, Rob set the bench. Like, and
3: mm-hmm.
6: I think if anybody thinks Rob's not going to come to Donegal and probably set the bench, you know, in the escorts and our cars, mm-hmm. I think we just need to go hard. He, he, like, he's very, very quick out of the blocks. You're looking at him in the R5 cars, so was he not the fastest? At,
1: at fourth, five, fourth
6: overall in yep. mm-hmm. uh, like, mm-hmm. you know I mean? the so And then you probably, I'm presuming Stafford's going to come up the road. Mm hmm. Like In the Darien, like even even the pace we're on now, like even in Carlo and that, like he, even in Clarney, like right, we were in on top of him or close to him, but like he was still leading or upsetting the pace. So, mm-hmm. to, in the likes of him, and then get to Saturday, you probably have like the likes of Egg and that, you know, the and mm-hmm. the Darien, he's just going to be quick and hey, it's, it's going to be good. Hey, there's going to be. Mm-hmm. In the top ten modified cars, it's just gonna be a lot three who comes out and time. You know?
1: You're all going to be going there with you know, thinking that you, this is your year at kind everything, of isn't you? Mm-hmm.
6: It's a long rally, but it's a sprint at the same time. There's if there's only a couple of quick buys, maybe you can play a bit of a calculated game, but like if there's ten buys going hell for another mm-hmm. not every man's gonna end up in the hedge. So
5: <laughs> yeah, you, just nice. to, you just
6: have to go hell for leather,
1: who, so and, you know, to change tact a wee bit, you know, you're talking about, you know, the, the setup of the car and you're, changing, you're having to adapt your style. Into do, do you see this translating into like an R5 at some point? Would that be something you'd like to try? Or?
6: Oh, I'd love to get into, I would love to get into an R5. I'm happy where we are at the minute, and, but I'd like to think of the next maybe two years or something. I might. I would love to get myself in a position to, to climb over in an R5 car. Um, so, no, I, I definitely, definitely won't. Hey, I think, I suppose it's like any I, I see with them cars, I think if you're really going to try and go to the top and kind of compete with them ways, well, the reality is you're going to have to go buy something new or out of the box and mm-hmm. kind of have that modern thing. Like, yes, you could buy a, you could buy an older R5 car, but it's it's <laughs> no. so it's just gathering that budget up, like, sure, you know, you're going to uh, car is going to be two on the ground and then go try and race it for a year so uh, hopefully in the next couple of years we get something gathered up and try and get slipped into it but hey, i think the racing that we're at at the minute i think's every bit as competitive and uh, i'd nearly be, uh, it'd be interesting to get a run on them but i think the kind of grunt and the the, the grunt and the power we have and, and the pace that's in our thing uh, i even think how good an r5 car is
1: uh,
6: it could be a it could be a struggle to get the same buzz out
1: of it oh, and you, you might know some of that, you know, that banter between you boys is legendary, you know, the way you wind each other up between the stages, uh, you know, it's, like, it's hard to imagine that being replicated at the top then as well. I know, it's good cracked like, and everything's
6: rough and, not rough and ready, the car's all top end and stuff, but like, even funny, like, my starter gave up on borrowing and sure, I didn't even cop it, I thought that was boys pushing me and then put my helmet and stuff on. Car wouldn't start, and I let up the clutch. And then Ryan was giving out to me, he he ended up the car behind me. And sure, he put his car up to the back of my car, sort of pushing me down the road, which I never caught. Then I was letting up the clutch, probably nearly broke the bumpers off her. But so that's just the. And I think Gary McPhillips' car, I think, was on its side at one stage. I <laughs> was lying under it, there something hanging off it. So uh-huh. it's good out of crack, hey? just the modified thing now. The boys is all, everybody's out slabbering and revving.
1: But uh, they Definitely. all know, you know, that for every second on the stage, they would take your head off. But, you know, between the stages, yeah. the cracks, maybe.
6: <laughs> yeah, true, true.
4: Hello, okay, Carolyn. We're here now at the end of the Carol Stages Rally. And you're the winner of the Mar 2 Challenge, which is a great result.
0: Yeah, we enjoyed it today. The stages were tough now today. Stage one there was there was a lot of loose gravel and it. it was like a forestry stage in places there No, But it was very challenging now, but the pace out there today was absolutely crazy, you But a lot of damage done there in places too. But you know, it was thoroughly enjoyable. It was tough but if it comes easy it's no good. It has to be tough.
4: <laughs> and you had plenty of competition today as well, that's one for thing for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, we we came here before and we I think we finished uh we were fourth in the Mark Two challenge but uh Today, now we had a good old result, of, but everything worked perfect today. Kane was very good in the notes, and the car was very good, handled very well, speed was good. So, when it works, it works well.
4: And the weather conditions were ideal the as well. The weather
0: conditions are absolutely brilliant. In fairness to Carla Motor Club, now they run a great event, like everything was, we had no problems all day, you know, everything went quite smooth and we had an enjoyable day.
4: So, the next event now, I should it be a local event, yeah, the next or the event no,
0: yeah, Circuit of the Monster. So, I think my daughter's sitting in, it's her first time ever sitting in, but. We'll see how we get out. <laughs> Very good.
4: Goes. Frank and Kelly here you the end of you know, this Cairo Stage's Rally 22, easy, easy. and second overall in the Mark II Challenge. Yeah, surprise to us, to be fair. It was a savage day's rally
6: in good stages, good weather, massive crowds. Um, this car is starting to come back to its old self, and we're starting to get into a real nice rhythm, so it was good to get in of it. Uh, we needed to inherit a few places with time we'd lost the first stage, but
0: personally, from that, happy.
6: Real
4: happy. Right through the next round now is your championship. Uh, we're doing Monster Rally
6: uh, down in Limerick, and hopefully that goes well then, we're lucky enough to do that, we're going to be all ahead there. After that, we'll make it over I'll maybe do some rallies and relax a bit.
4: <laughs> Brian Lockton, here in the Carlos Stages Rally 22, third overall in the Mark 2 Rally Challenge.
3: Aye, oh, it was good. Uh... It was a good finish till uh, that till We didn't start off that great, you know, with losing a minute. This morning, I suppose, with uh, the flat tyre, the wheel, or whatever you want to say. So, no, it was a good recovery. Happy with it. It was a good rally. And plenty of competition, for sure. Oh, the competition's fierce. Like, if you look at look at the top. Ten modified cars have finished there, so they're all second for second today, really. The pace out there now is just stumbling, like, but, no room for error whatsoever.
4: So your next event now is Maiden City, is it? Next weekend, or Ah, yeah, we're hoping to go
3: to Maiden City next weekend. And I don't know, what maybe I don't know, maybe look, look and try and see if we can do something else before we go to Donegal,
0: also because a little bit of work to do. Mm. Donegal's a big one,
3: that's
2: the plan, I
1: anyway. know. Yeah, thank you, thanks. So great to hear from the, the modified men there. Ryan Loughran coming back and finishing third yesterday as well after his issues in the morning. Like, once he gets a couple more rallies in below his belt, he's going to be. One of the contenders come down a time. I have no doubt about it. Um this weekend coming, we have Portugal, the WRC returns. And you know, where do we start? We have OJ, we have Loeb back, and then we have all the, the main protagonists as well. That's going to be a fascinating weekend, isn't it?
2: Oh, listen, it's definitely one to watch. And you know, there is a bit of extra hype. I know some people give out that OJ and, and and Loeb are taking up seats that you know somebody else could be in, but it does add a bit of extra drama, and look where OJ is on the road. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to be in prime position. What's he about eighth or something? Somewhere, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the road will be well swept and well clean by the time he's coming down. It so it'll be very interesting to see how times compare on day one.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you know, and like when are we ever going to get this opportunity to, again to see like you know seventeen, you know, seventeen time world champions? You know, <laughs> two two guys probably going to be. Read it amongst the greatest of all time. The two of them, you know, to see them on the stages together, I, you know, I, I think it's a one-one for everybody, for the championship, for them, for the team. For I think it's class, myself personally.
2: Absolutely, I think it is. I agree with you, and it's not like they're making up the numbers. Those guys are out to beat each other and to win. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you call it? They're fully committed. There's no, you know, just you
0: no, know, driving driving at the
2: crowds or nothing. You know? <laughs> exactly, and. <laughs> Again, also just want to say about M Sport, like M Sport are fielding five Pumas. I think that's a tremendous effort.
1: Yeah, for a privateer team, like, you yeah. know, we, you know we, we, they haven't the resources of the Toyotas or the Hyundai's. As you say, like, it's, it's, it's massive for them. It's brilliant to see.
2: Yeah, so mm-hmm. hopefully, fingers crossed now, it pays dividends for them because they certainly had a lot of bad luck on uh, Corsica.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, like this Kelly Ruben Peraman. Uh, you know, it's going to be running first in the road in Portugal, probably not Ed Dean, But like, he, you know, he's a bit like Josh Moffat. He's a bit of a steamroller at the moment.
2: <laughs> he is. No, listen, he he's in a different zone as well this year, definitely. Uh, you know, when you look at Croatia, like you know, Croatia a year ago he didn't even make the first, you know, complete the first stage, and then mm-hmm. this year just a complete masterclass in atrocious conditions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
1: just seemed to, I, you know, he just seemed to control the rally. I know, yeah. I'd got ahead of him with a couple of stages to go, but he never the felt favorite. that he was going to lose the rally, did he? you? You know, always felt he had it in hand. So, um and Hyundai, the way they have turned around their season, you know, after Monte Carlo, we were almost writing their season off, thinking, you know, oh, they've, been, you know, they've, they've been sold up up here. This car is not going to be any good. But they've really turned around, and you know, and still no team manager, you know, name now. So.
2: I, I know. Yeah. Still, it's a long time now We're you know, mm. we're well into the start of the season and, and you know, somebody, you know, for somebody new still to come in and bed into the team. Mm. And then don't forget Danny Sordo's back for this. So again, mm. Danny always goes well in Portugal. He's won it the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, again, he seems that this part-time drive seems to suit him. Yeah. He seems to come back strong from, from, you know, uh, whereas other drivers need to be in the car and have the consistent seat time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to phase him.
1: Absolutely, you know, and going to be a favourable road position as well. And then, you know, we can't forget our own Craig Breen, you know, uh, sitting third in the championship. You know, we can't, you know, we can't underestimate this, you know. This is one of our own guys, third overall in the world championship. It's brilliant to see himself and Paul doing so well.
2: Ah, listen, it's fantastic. It genuinely is. And, you know, it's unfortunate for him that Loeb and, 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 uh, Ogier are there because they're going mm-hmm. to take points off him, yeah. you know, and it's going to hurt his championship. That's that's the mm-hmm. only downside to having mm-hmm. the two world champions there. But I mean, you know, again, Craig, a good, sensible, consistent runs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not doing anything silly. He's not doing anything stupid. He's not putting it on the line. You know, a nice, sensible approach every rally so far.
1: Mm-hmm. I and like, uh, you know Adam normally was there. Uh, I spoke with uh, Craig mm-hmm. last week. And they, you know, even Craig himself said, you know, he's had a so-so start to the season. Like, if a so-so start gets you third in the championship, he's not doing so bad.
2: <laughs> absolutely, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, uh, and again, you know, third in the championship. This is his first year in the Puma. Mm-hmm. You know, a new team and all the rest of it. Like, he's really done well. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And then you know, Aaron Johnson and the field as well with uh, Takamoto. You, you know, again, like they've been been consistent. You know, they've had strong performances this year um you know all's looking good there as well too it's nice to see that uh, that partnership nice
2: doing well absolutely nice to see and again you know that relationship's still bedding in it was a bit rocky towards you know at the end of last year that you know the events didn't go their way and there's a bit of a you know a yeah. bit of pressure on on the relationship but it all seems to be you know settling quite well this year so long may that continue and absolutely. and yeah Aaron's playing a blinder Genuine yeah. he genuinely is absolutely absolutely
1: and then you know the jwrc's bite again this weekend so you know, we have uh, Will Creighton and John Armstrong back again as well, too. So, um, John goes fast everywhere. And Will is really, has really raised the game again this year, too. Like, it has to be considered, at least for a podium, if not a one.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, genuinely. I, Will, Will has been amazing this year. Like, he's really, you know, the lessons that he learned from from doing the championship last year, you can see he's taken them on board and he's upped his game and he's really is pushing there. And John Armstrong, wow, the the accident at the weekend, oh, like yeah. <clears throat> that was scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we went into an armco, and only four of the armco would have been over the side of a mountain in Rally Canaries. Um, <clears throat> hopefully that doesn't knock his confidence or Brian's.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and then you know, and uh, Rally Two uh, Hyundai is excuse me, George yeah. McMillan no. and James Fulton as well too. You know, these two guys that you know they've done a few recce now and they've done Sweden there as well. I, this opportunity that you know this, you know, the Team Ireland thing has got for these guys can you know again, brilliant to see. You know, we have to tip our hat to you know Sean McHugh, John Coyne, all the guys involved in that. It's brilliant to see you know these guys that I don't know where's the right thing you know are better than the the championship it's nice to see them getting the progress getting the, the opportunity to, to you know go on the water stage and show how good they are
2: absolutely and the fact that it's a consistent planned program with them it's not you know oh here look we can get you a bit extra budget you can do this you know as a one-off erc or a one-off wrc or whatever <laughs> it's a consistent program which is what you need there's no way you can develop at this level Unless you're getting regular, it's just been
1: Portugal in and out. Yeah. You yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So, so no, fair fair play to, to MI, the mm-hmm. you know Motorsport Ireland. That really is. It's a fantastic program they're running for these guys.
1: Absolutely. You know, and suppose you know we better hear from the man himself, Josh McLean, and then we'll follow that up. Then we'll go on to James Fulton.
5: So thanks for having me on, Adam. Um, yeah, Portugal's a, a classic WRC event um, with huge huge crowds and yeah, fantastic atmosphere. So. Really looking forward to it. Um, obviously we've got experience from the event last year, so uh, yeah, it's trying to capital- capitalise on that there, and uh, yeah, have a have a good rally, clean rally, and I get a solid finish.
7: Yeah, um, I think last year Portugal was your first top five in WRC three. Um, what what's the event like, or what sort of things can you um carry across for this year?
5: It was probably one of the most in, intense events we'd done last year um but yeah it was, it was probably one of the most enjoyable as well so uh there's a lot of things you can carry across um obviously experience is is quite uh, important in wrc events stages don't really change year in year out okay they have their variations but they have their classics as well so uh people are probably sick of listening to people saying about experience and young drivers getting experience, but it's it's what it's all about, really. Um, it's like people going to Nugala, maybe a stage in Portugal's Amarante, which is done every year. So, yeah, to have this experience going into this year from last year is, is huge and yeah, we have to, let's say, use it wisely, not push flat out, but to manage the situation and know when and where to push and when to come back is is what it's probably about. And yeah, it's it's one of the endurance WRC events. So uh yeah, clean, solid rally is, is what you're gonna benefit from.
7: Yeah. Um like it's that's one of the one of the most historic gravel events in, in WRC. And um yeah, you always think the atmosphere in the fans in Portugal as well. Um but in terms of the stages, I know you mentioned Amarante and it's I think it's maybe nearly forty kilometers long this year what what characteristics of of gravel is it like over there or what are the stages like
5: um let's say the stages in the south are probably more bedrock more rough you can expect higher risk for punctures etc but as the rally moves north into saturday it becomes more soft and and sandy and you can get this namoranti stage but yeah it's 40 kilometers there's a lot of different roads in in 40 kilometers so the characteristics and that's yeah the rhythms always changing so from bedrock to to sand to sandy rocks, it's it's always changing and yeah if the weather changes throughout this year it becomes very difficult but it's looking to be a dry rally so uh yeah we can take that element out of it and uh and focus on focus on the roads
7: yeah and you um did the warm-up event in in the same region um, as well this year? You were you were leading that um, up until you hit a rock, I think. Um, but in terms of pace and everything, um, were you pleased with how that went? And I guess um, you're showing good progression from when you were there last year.
5: Um, you, you could say the pace is very good, um, especially in the first day. I think we we're leading up to the second stage and. Ultimately, we are running first in the road the next day, which probably wasn't completely ideal for, for Portugal preparations because we're going to be running 25th in the road. But uh, yeah, it's it was good to have the pace knowing we had the pace and running first in the road. And we we're still setting quick stage times, which was yeah basically unheard of in Portugal. So uh, what happened on the fifth stage was simply an error on my behalf where the stage kind of changed rhythm a little and the surface was so loose because we were first in the road and I misjudged the grip and slid slightly wild in our right-hand corner and clipped her up and yeah, put us off the road. So that's the way I ended. It wasn't, uh, it was very hard to take, let's say, leading their first rally. Like it was comfortable because getting through that stage, we had the hard work done of cleaning the, ro- cleaning the road. So uh, yeah, we could have properly pushed and made a gap from there, but yeah, that's the way I ended. And, uh, we have to take some positives, but yeah, we have to learn from that as well.
7: Yeah, I know. Learn learn on the warm-up event. That's that's what you're you're there for. Um and with the, the rally to Hyundai, you have um a few more events under your belt than that. How are you finding the car?
5: Yeah, the car is very, very strong in gravel. Um even on the, the warm-up rally, it was it was very easy to drive in terms of Changing direction and, and getting the momentum. So uh, yeah, there's some things we have to work on as well. Um, but I'm very feel very well with the car. It's not like we're getting surprises and and the confidence isn't there. So yeah, it, it's a car that you can adapt to very quickly and and get onto.
7: Yeah, good man. And we've had a sneak peek of the Rally Sardinia entry list, and I've uh, spotted your name on that. Are you looking forward to doing? two gravel world rallies on the bounce?
5: Yeah, it's, it's probably if you had a, asked me this time last year about that there, you'd have, you'd have questioned it. But uh, going into having this in front of you and knowing you have it after Portugal, you have to be very sensible in Portugal to make sure you, you get to Sardinia with a yeah a good mindset and a good uh, everything in good condition, let's say. So, uh, yeah, I think Portugal is ultimately the priority of the moment. But yeah, We've done prep for Sardinia. I done prep for Sardinia even before I started Portugal prep. So it was, uh, yeah, it's, you have to plan long-term here and uh, get everything in line.
7: Yeah. And obviously your full focus is in Portugal now, but um, what sort of things are you expecting from Sardinia?
5: Um, yeah, it's it's only a week apart. We've, as I say, we've done prep before we even started Portugal but yeah the turnaround isn't so much so uh, yeah you have to focus on both of them let's say you have to treat them as as basically the same trip so yeah it's going to be rough and tough Sardini is always like this here and looking at onboards and looking at stages and stage comments I think if you're not working on the car at some point during this rally it's going to be a miracle so you have to expect this here and basically manage the situation as best as possible.
3: Um yeah, well we've only done uh Sweden. Yeah. And uh, that was our first round of, of of the seven. So um yeah, two weeks out now from our, our second round, which is Portugal. So yeah. the prep is in uh, full swing for that. So uh yeah, looking forward to Portugal. It's, it's a cool event. So um yeah, it's been it's been a busy few months. We've we've done the recce and stuff myself and Josh and obviously the program at josh is my main priority it's it takes the prior, priority over anything else so whatever other bits of events i can do in between of that it's just a just a bonus yeah
2: and sweden was that a bucket list event um uh, was that one that you've always wanted to do
3: oh yeah for sure um sure it's uh, the main snow event sure it's one everyone would love to do it's a uh, you know you, you can prepare as much as you can for it but it's just it's, it's surreal when you're there it's it's you know it's something totally different but uh yeah we we we, we didn't off on the on the friday yeah so um it's just one of those things that happened but we were back out again rally two and got the experience of it which was the main thing so yeah really enjoyed it
2: and you had a good bit of pre-event testing and certainly during the testing and you did one of the the, the local rallies as well just as a bit of preparation but you seem to have every weather condition throwing at you during that
3: yeah we were we were up there for a few weeks beforehand yeah we to be fair to the team they, they gave us the the best uh, prep we could as suppose, was going to with lots of testing and that uh, small national rally so it was uh,
2: yeah it was all a great experience Um, really enjoyed it all and as you say Portugal's next round up for you in the, in the WRC too um, what preparations involved in that what are you currently doing
3: uh, I was actually just finishing the recce schedule there today and others, uh, there's, there's an amount of work to be done, all the maps and just emails coming in there the whole time with the recce maps and recce road books and just just going through everything, just that when you're on the event that yeah, everything's running smoothly and you know what you're at and there. Yeah, just everything has its time slot and just all the little things and it's quite busy because we were only home for four days after and then we're straight to Sardinia, so it's... I've uh, been doing some Sydney so prep as well, just because uh, uh, there's uh, not much time in between to get prep for it. So Josh also done Portugal last year, so just getting all the notes sorted and tying in what ones are the same and all that kind of stuff from last year. So
2: Yeah, certainly busy. And then in between that, you're also doing the Middle East Championship as well?
3: Um, Not actually doing the Championship, no, just an odd event. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually was meant to do Qatar, uh, which, uh, with Abdullah, the guy from Qatar, but a uh, clash with Sweden, so I wasn't able to do that one. But then done the next round in Q8, which ended as I'm sure most people know how it ended, but um, yeah, it was unfortunate. But um, yeah, I might do some more out right there if it if I if it falls in if it fits in the calendar, yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, you've done a <laughs> rounds previously out in the Middle East as well, and and it's. I know myself and Kevin were talking to um, what we call it? Alan Harriman and Terry Harriman about this before. Irish co-drivers seem to get on very well in the Middle East.
3: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's, it's they're quite popular out there. It's just I'm not sure what what it is. Maybe it's just English speaking and just Irish lads just kind of got in. But um, yeah, they they seem to be quite happy with the Irish lads. So yeah, uh, long may it last.
2: And you were also competing recently on the Olympus Rally. I know you did it last year with Callum Devine, but you were uh, competing this year with David Higgins. How did that come about?
3: Yeah, it was a good opportunity there. Um, I I would have met David a a few times before when I was sitting with Barry Barry McKenna in in America and just kind of knew, well, would have known the chat there, but he actually messaged me before the event he was interested. So, um. Yeah, it just happened to fit in the schedule, and I had done Olympus before with Callum, so that made it that bit easier. So, yeah, we went out. Um. Yeah. Uh, Dave was a re- really nice guy. Like he's uh, just very nice fellow all round, and uh, just all the little things I learned from him over the week. You know, he's so experienced, and yeah, he's very, very, very good driver. So we only got three stages, but yeah. Um. Something like there might be some more uh, coming from there, so yeah, he, we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully, now we will get another one or two in.
2: And how was the uh, Citroen? How did you find it? Was that your first time sitting in the in the, uh, the Citroen, or have you been in one before?
3: No, that was my first time in a mm. Citroen. I think I've been nearly in all the other or five at this stage, but uh, it was the it wasn't the C three, it was the DS three, the older model. Um, yeah, it was it, it was good. Uh, we uh, found the power on the, the gearbox like Dave was saying. there he was very impressed with them just maybe a few bits on the handling side uh, he was probably a bit of use they doing a lot of testing recently in the Fiesta and stuff so um, yeah we didn't we didn't really get we didn't get much of a test in we, the, the car was delayed out of customs in Seattle airport so that kind of left things a bit rushed unfortunately so um, but no uh, the three stages we got were good and we were starting to make some progress with the car but uh, at the end of stage one the steering rack there was an issue with the seals so it was leaking oil and stuff uh, leaking oil out of it so we kept topping it up but it would go again through the, throughout the stage so it was leaking out and, and causing some smoke and stuff starting to burn so um, and we had no spare rack uh, so we just didn't go back out after service it was just too dangerous so that was unfortunate but you know, we stayed for the weekend and we helped out the team, um, Kyle Tilly's team. He's uh, that in Motorsport. So Martin Brady is his co-driver. So yeah, we helped them uh, throughout the weekend. And
2: yeah, it was it was it was a good it was a good week all around, all the same. And was that a one-off with um, David Higgins, or, or a um, possibility mm, of a couple of future events? Yeah,
3: he recently been, been in contact since, so we're looking maybe now uh, another one now shortly. So just have to for a few things to fall into place. But yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to get a proper run with
2: them. Great to hear for James, and wishing the both of them the all the best now in Portugal. And uh, Portugal's not the only event on this weekend. We also have the Maiden City Rally taking place, which is the next round of the Northern Ireland Championship.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating there too. You know, two stages done three times, just up in the sort of Dunamada Claudia area. They're just on the outskirts of the Maiden City. It's, it's you know, it's a fantastic top ten there, Colin.
2: So it is very interesting top 10. So, what do you got with Desi Henry out in the uh, Rally 2 Fiesta? Uh, Cahill McCourt's out in the Fabia R5. Johnny Greer's got the C3 and uh, he's flying in that thing at the moment. And then with Derek McGuardy in Apollo, Donna Kelly in Apollo, Aaron McLaughlin is uh, got the Fiesta WRC out, uh, Joseph McGonagall's out in the Rally 2 Fiesta, uh, Jason Mitchell Rally 2 Fiesta, and then now Henry is out in the Fiesta R five, and Sean Devine is in the Fiesta R five. So, like, really, is that that's a fantastic entry for for Northern Ireland Championship?
1: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I know, and then there's a few Mark Twos here, mixed and the mix there too. Ryan Locker and Damien Turish, uh, Adrian Harrington. You know, and all them guys is all gearing up towards June as well too. You know, like so, um, that's going to be and like I know from talking to Desi Henry that we will be hearing from the wee minute. You know, the surfaces and no all that. He thinks he's only looked at the DVD and memories from the previous run of it. Very similar in nature to Donegal stages, too. So that's going to be, you know, it's probably going to be a, a, a realistic sort of test for Donegal as well, which is good to see.
2: Yeah, but he got a decent warm up. And it's funnier, you know, the amount of events now are getting used to to, to help prepare and, and get the guys ready for um, Donegal. Mm
1: hmm. But, like, um, you know, it's going to be a fascinating battle at the, the front of the field. Hard to look past Desi Henry, I think. You know, like the the pace he showed there in the circuit, Aaron was fantastic.
2: Oh no, incredible pace, genuinely. I I think his main challenger though is probably going to be Johnny Greer. Johnny is just seems to be mm-hmm. on form. He's got really bedded into that C three. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like it's going to be hard to 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 see Denny not Desi not being on the top step.
1: Absolutely. So without further ado, we'll hear from Desi and see what his thoughts as well.
8: Yeah, thanks for inviting me on. Of. I've started after, and that now it's only been—it's uh, only been recently I've—I've I've tuned into the podcast. I've never actually listened to any podcast before, so uh, I, I think you will be a—you've uh, pleased—you've pleased to hear. It's probably the only one I've actually listened to so far. Um, <laughs> good it's, to hear. Uh, so no, it's uh, no, I find they're—they're fairly good now, and, and uh, I've enjoyed now the previous ones you've done. It's so
1: good to be on here. Appreciate that. So, uh, Desi, looking back at the Circuit Ireland, I know it was probably very hard to take at the time. Your your late retirement. But you have to take a lot of positives from the weekend.
8: Yeah, we've, uh, we've just about got over it now. Um, it was, uh, look, I suppose we went to the rally. I know maybe uh, outside of our camp, you know, people didn't know, it, but you know, we came from Burr, um, and believe it or not, we knew we had pace in Burr. Uh, yes, we weren't racing Josh, but we were having this uh, pop-off and boost issue uh, and that could have, you know, that was happening, you know, the car uh, throughout the stage, you know, could have been popping off 10, 15, 20 times a stage. So considering how close we were in Burr with carrying the issue that we could have done nothing about on the on the event, we knew that if we got that resolved, we weren't going to be too far away. Um, so we went there and I suppose we went there I suppose as a, a dark horse and, uh, you know, we found ourselves right on the pace. So, Look, it was uh, it was a good event for us. It was uh, it was great to be leading the circuit of Ireland. Uh, if anything, as, as one of the positives positive, positives we can take out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it was you know I think we found uh, a fairly good setup with KR and we found uh, we found times were sort of coming easy enough. Let's say you were still pushing, but we weren't mm-hmm. really taking any massive risks, um, which is always a good thing if you can if you can put in times without taking taking the risks. You know you're doing something right and. Uh, no, look, it was just unfortunate the way it panned out was something so little. We actually thought it was the, the engine uh, had uh, had just had enough. But mm-hmm. uh, when we got back to service, we quickly realised that when the fellas got the thing plugged in, it was uh, a sensor had failed in the car, which was causing it to do all sorts of things wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, uh, as they say, and I'm not be the first or last one to say it. That's right. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you just you just sometimes you just have to just have to move on and, and yeah. look, look forward to the next day.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And like you know, you have to take great confidence from that like you know, we've seen this year the pace that Josh, you know, Alistair, and Callum's at for the the limited seat time you've had to be at that pace. And then you to you as well. Uh, you know, that's there's there's a, there's a lot of positives there. I think.
8: Yeah, there definitely is. I suppose the, the Fiesta, even when we drove the Mark 1 Fiesta before, you know, we, we always actually went well on it. Um, I know then we veered away onto Skodas and Hyundis for different reasons, but, uh, but you know, we, we thought now was a good time to get back into the Mark 2. We did see some potential in the car, and, you know, uh, we've got back and it did feel natural, um, you know, pretty early on. We we're probably lucky from the respect that, I suppose, Um Brian, who obviously runs a car, he uh, he had a bit of experience with the cars through uh, Cahan, McCourt, and uh, Jason Mitchell, who obviously runs the car. So mm-hmm. I suppose we we're going to find our feet fairly quickly as far as setup. Uh, we we're going to you know start where he finished at and, and move on and try and adapt the car toward you know for ourselves. Um, but uh, no, I, I suppose one thing uh, we are probably down on this year is seat time. We're not obviously coming to the Irish, Irish Tarmac Championship, so. I suppose, uh, you know, from, from my part, we're, you know, trying to prepare for the events that we're doing as best we can, maybe putting in more effort than we've done before, um, simply because obviously you're down in the miles. You try to maybe make it up in other places and just being as prepared as we can be. But, uh, and I'm trying to probably fill in um, where we can doing smaller events, you know, uh, the like of this one this weekend and maybe Cookstown in a few weeks' time. Uh, one's a wee bit easier to get away for a few days, <laughs> so, <laughs> as, uh, but as you know, it's uh, <clears throat> it's a massive commitment. <clears throat> not only a commitment as far as time and getting away from work and getting, you know, whatever you've know, been well prepared for the events. You know, my sort of take on is that I'd rather not do an event as going there and not being prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, to go and race, you know, your you know your fissures and your joy's you have to be prepared. You have to have all. Uh, the A's dot and the T's crossed, or else yeah. you're just going to be wasting your own time and money um yeah. and I suppose that's one of the things we' on the circuit we were well prepared we knew, uh, we, You, uh know, we were well uh, tuned into the d v d um that we got to it, and you know' we had a good reggae and uh and it proves that you know that it takes the work to get there yeah. um, so no it's uh it was a very positive event for us, given what we have you know all the mileage we've done, but yeah. We'll, uh, we'll try to get these few events in now before Donegal. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the holy grail of Irish <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: And like you were saying there, you know, about the, the, all that goes into the car. Like that man sitting beside you, Paddy Robinson, like he has this air of calmness about him, um, confidence about him. Does that allow you then to just concentrate on the driving in the car?
8: Yeah, well, as all no, you know, Rallying's a It's, well, I was going to say a two-man sport. It's it's a two-man on the team behind you Mm -hmm. to make make sure the thing goes well. But, uh, you know, it it, it takes that calmness, especially, you know, when when you're trying to drive at speed. Um, Usually fine when things are panicked and they're rushed and there's, you know, a bit too much going on the car, you're usually not going that well. But when the times are coming, you're usually sitting back and you're, you know, you're turning the steering wheel and everything falls into place. But, you know, we all know Paddy. Anybody knows Paddy. He's a he's a cam. He's a cam. It's mm. hard to it's hard to rattle now. Uh-huh. So uh, know what does it brings a calmness to the car and and for me um, and then the other driver all they want to know was is, is what's the next corner is and and as long as we can get that we can try to drive as hard <laughs> as we can. But yeah. you no know, uh no Paddy you know I think uh Paddy sat on me um he sat on me a few years ago and done a I think that was maybe the first. Rally, or maybe is the rally before, is it Mayo, or some of them rallies mm-hmm. he sat uh, as a run, as a shakedown for Donegal, mm-hmm. and I found that you know what it, it worked pretty well. But obviously Paddy was, uh, he's it was very well committed with, uh, Derek McGarrett and whatnot for the past few years. So, mm-hmm. um, so I suppose the opportunity to come up, you know, to for Paddy to sit this year and. Uh, have to say now it's all working well and it seems like a good uh, atmosphere inside the car
1: Absolutely. and like i know i spoke to alistair a few weeks ago after the circuit and he says whenever you're sitting in that car and you're not even thinking about it everyone's just flowing naturally there's no feeling like it it must be phenomenal that everyone's just becomes natural that you're not thinking about the next corner you're not thinking about you know the tires you're, you know it's just a, a natural flow that must be a great feeling
8: yeah and uh you know, usually when that feeling comes and it feels easy, that's when the times will come. Um, you know, if you're, if you're trying too hard, usually that's when you start outbriking yourself, you're carrying too much speed into corners, you're, you're, you know, it's, uh, you're going backwards most of the time. So if you can ever get into that, uh, into the groove where you're just sitting back and you're, you're turning the steering wheel and everything's, everything's working. But, you know, these cars now, uh, the way r five machinery has come on, um, you know, all you have to look at is, you know, how you're comparing against the, the older word cars now. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the boys have went away from the word car simply because the cars are making up that much time in the corners that they, the word rally cars that is much more powerful has become uncompetitive. So it shows, <laughs> it shows the speed that these things are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but And I suppose that's where the, the knack in our five stuff is, is, is having that faith and that commitment on the car mm-hmm. to be able to push them on. Yeah. and uh, and you know and do what they're capable of doing and uh, we can all see from you know from the times that they're putting in this year um that they are you know they have come on massively and uh, but when th- when you get it right when you get it set up right and when you're you know when the, the notes are coming easy it's uh, they are as a, a great feeling and uh, it's, it's you know it's, it's hard to beat me
1: yeah, and like you were one of the first, you know, whenever the, the announced the Tarmac Championship was going down the R five route, you know, you were one of the first to pop your hands and you would support that Championship. I think, and you've done that throughout the last few years. It must be great to see, you know, the turnaround in the Irish Rally, and you know, been come coming from like a two car Rally, you know, who was going to one between two cars now all of a sudden, you know, we could begin into the likes of Killarney, the circuit, and yeah, you, you have five, six, even up to maybe the top ten guys are all going there realistically thinking they can be in the battle anyway for the one.
8: Yeah, um, that's one thing I did, you know, I did uh, try to push at that time. Um, i seen the, the potential, I suppose, uh, a lot of uh, rallies over in Europe all up with their five uh, categories, they're, you know, sort of their prime category. Mm. And you seen the numbers, you know, just gathering and gathering every, every event they were doing. And I suppose, you know, Ireland has so much potential. It's got so much talent on it. Uh, if you can create a championship with the same car, cars that's all capable of one on the rally, albeit different manufacturers, they're all within you know tenths of a second a kilometer. You know, it, it creates it, it creates this buzz and this uh, so what about it that. You know, it's great not only for the drivers and navigators and the teams, but for spectators. And uh, you know, and really, rallying needed that. You know, I know. Through the heyday, there was um, maybe, you know, back in 2006, 2007, there was maybe, you know, six or eight word cars. But, you know, the movie only was two of them cars was capable of one on the rallies. There's such a big difference in performance as, yeah. as the thing moved on. And, you know, to me, Irish Rallying now isn't a place, it's probably the best place ever it's been. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's more competitive than it's ever been and that drives everything on, you know. It drives it drives the sport on, and like I say it, it, it makes it more interesting to watch. I don't know about you, but you know, every rally that's okay. on if you're not, doing it, you're, gl- you're glued to it. Yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. And I suppose moving forward, um, you know, as far as uh, think, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's important that that the championship should be kept like that. I know, you know, people could. There's always this fear that maybe moving forward. Some of the newer, tight world cars could come in or crop into the championships, and and that would, I suppose, in my opinion, that would ruin it for everybody, uh, because you know, all you, take, all you take, is one or two of these cars to come in to uh, to stop. So I think it's one of them things that if it was, if it was maybe cap now, uh, moving forward, there's a very bright future for Irish rallying.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, like as you say, I think in a few years' time, we're definitely going to look back. In the last couple of years, as a real golden era of Irish rally, and there is absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. You know, so. yeah. yeah. Well,
8: I I, th- I think you're, to me, you're you're better seeing eight or ten cars been drove absolutely on the limit, as as one or two cars been drove mm-hmm. at ninety percent. You know, yeah. and that's, uh, it just, uh, to me, it just creates interest, and you know, that's that's better, as I say, for spectators, for and even for sponsors you know yeah you can go
1: out there noting doors and say look you can know, look at this you know what yeah. we have to, that's, it, that's you. right
8: that's right so uh no i think we're in a very very good place at the moment and right. uh i think it's i try, trying to keep that up could be there <laughs> but, <laughs> but no i think a lot of people's doing good work you know mm-hmm. there's, i say to me um a lot of years ago you didn't have the end of stage coverage um yeah. obviously the like a killing providing and that's mm-hmm. You know you you can't replace that now you couldn't you couldn't live without it no uh, and, and it's you, so
1: raw isn't it as well, you're,
8: you're, getting... you, well we're all guilty of it sometimes you're caught in the heat of the moment coming out and you could be you know mm-hmm. giving off or you could be you know but but that's what it's all about you know mm-hmm. it's it's just that raw emotion coming off a stage and and uh adrenaline still, <laughs> still going, pump, pumping 110 percent. so it's mm-hmm. uh but look, that's part of it. And to me, that's you know, I know I enjoy it watching it when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm not competing. And I'm sure it's the same for everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, like we think of Killarney there
1: and you know uh, Alistair and Callum coming off stages and, and like matching each other to the tenth of a second. I think it's just it's magic and to get that instant reaction, you know, you don't get that in any other sport like football or anything like that. You know, it's like running up to I don't know, Ronaldo and asking him after he scored yeah. a goal. I did how did that feel, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, well you
8: think I think them, um, you know. And boys, this, you know, this year has been the same across the board at that level. You know, coming off, you know, tenth or even even a second. You know, Formula One cars yeah. aren't going round tracks as close sometimes. You know, and, and that's a track they can run the same corner, you know, fifty times. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. it's uh, how you can come off an eighteen-kilometer stage and be within tenths is, or, or even the same time, I think, and
1: maybe one yes. particular case that uh-huh. was,
8: uh it's unbelievable. Absolutely. So it is.
1: Absolutely. No, we're looking forward to this weekend, the, the Maiden City. Uh, stages on this weekend. Uh, you're seated number one on the road. Um, have you look, had a look at the stages yet?
8: To be honest, I had a quick look at the, the DVD. Um, we're, we're actually wrecking in on Friday. Um, so uh, haven't, I haven't been over the stages yet. But uh, but no, we're we're certainly looking forward to it. We say that we, we won the event the last time it ran. I think one of the stages, uh, I've been told, is the same. Um which uh, which was a very good stage. I remember for you know the rally. The last time we done it was was quite an enjoyable rally. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting out again. We actually when when somebody mentioned the rally, one that the last time we done it, probably the biggest moment I've ever had and got <laughs> away with. in my a rallying career we, uh, <laughs> there's a section on the rally where it's uh, you turn off a mountain and there's a bit of a straight and there's two jumps and we hit the the first jump and the car crashed out and went out of shape, hit the second jump, got completely out of shape at that stage. And we uh, went down the ditch and I was, I felt the car was going sideways down the road. I don't even know what it was, fairly high speed. And uh, we slid the back of the car, went onto the bank and uh, I was waiting on on the bang. And we just got the slid round, got the slightest knock. We broke the boot spoiler off a tree. Uh, on the car and cracked the back bumper. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was probably, it was probably the biggest moment I've ever had in yes. the uh, But uh, that's one thing I remember about that rally. So, we'll, we'll be, uh, so, uh, we we'll we'll watching, watching out, we for the jumps this time. But I uh, know the last time we had uh, Isaacs Callum, I think. What um, uh, mm-hmm. we uh, We were battling with so uh, what a good, a good race that day with him. So uh, he, uh, we're not looking forward to another race this weekend.
1: Excellent. Excellent. And, you know, you were saying then after this weekend, all going well, then possibly, you know, Cookstown and then Donegal, like confidence high then, obviously, going into these events?
8: Yeah, um, obviously, look, we haven't sat in from the circuit of Ireland. Uh, so, again, we're or, or down in mileage. legs. Other fellas have done... Um, They've done obviously Killarney from the last time we were out, mm-hmm. uh, which is another High Mileage event. So we'll say we're trying to make up Mileage doing maybe smaller events. Um, so, uh, no, we'll do this weekend, see how it is. And if if we still need another few miles, we'll, we'll do Cookstown. Um, but, uh, no, I think, you know, this rally from the weekend, I think from memory, is quite a similar surface and uh, probably quite similar in nature, quite bumpy and... and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think sort of a medium grip surface. Uh, so I think it should be a good, a good down for Donegal. And uh, hopefully we can battle for the one this weekend again.
1: That's lovely to hear there from Desi, you know. Um, you know, he has some fascinating thoughts. And, you know, it's, you have to but agree with him the way you can see how the championship's develop, how you know, where it needs to go. But it's that time of the, the episode once again. we would have to do our... <laughs> <laughs> or we make Egypt of ourselves yeah. <laughs> yes Adam, Adam wisely chosen <laughs> not fair we didn't ask Adam to do his predictions this time we simply really say he didn't do it <laughs> so um, Portugal um, I'll go first in this one right I'm going to go Oje because of his road position Loeb still the wily old folks you know and Rovenpera I think that's where I see it go your thoughts on that Conor
2: do you know what it, it's the whole Loeb and OG things just made it even more impossible than it normally is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Roven Power is on a roll. I'm going to, yeah, okay. I think Roven Power to, to win, followed by Loeb, followed by OJ. Okay.
1: And oh. then uh, the Maiden City. What's your thoughts? Um, on
2: that? Yeah, let me see. I, I, again, hard to look past. I think Desi, Johnny Greer, Derek McGuardy. Okay.
1: Uh Desi again. Um Johnny or Kath McCourt. <laughs> it's hard to know. Uh McCourt, maybe a second, and then Greer. And then you know, Jason Mitchell, home rally more or less for him. You know, he's only a few miles up the roads there. You know, Jason's going to go well there, too, you know. So
2: that's true in the, yeah. in the rally TPS. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So he could spring a surprise.
2: It'll be well, well
1: <laughs> worth watching, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And if he's as spectacular as he was in the circle, it's definitely worth watching. <laughs> but that's the end of this episode. So, once again, if you could please like, share, comment, um, <laughs> I don't know, subscribe, whatever else it is you do. But thanks again for listening. Take care, speak soon, and bye. <laughs>